ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for a man who lost his virginity with his pants on, Michael Regilio! Welcome to Michael Regilio Plagues Well with Others. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Bill. You know, adjusting to life in quarantine has been a wild journey. Several times a day, my girlfriend puts down her phone to tell me I spend too much time on my phone. I can now finish a party size of anything by myself. I don't want to say I'm depressed because the word depressed is depressing. Let's just say I'm suffering from a cheer deficiency. <laughs> I don't know. America just feels like the apartment we're moving out of next month. We are definitely not getting our security deposit back on this place. <laughs> the rug stains are like America's problems. Racism, in economic inequality, climate change. Eh. Leave it for the next tenants. <laughs> Quarantine is now letting me redefine normal things. Last call is now squeezing in a hike in the park before sundown. Rush hour is the time before a Zoom call when I rush around to make sure the little area behind me is clean. And happy hour is just that one hour I had back in May. <laughs> I guess it's crazy for everybody. In Scotland, in an attempt to stop people from leaning in close to each other to have a conversation, the Scottish government has banned music in bars. <laughs> I suspect the music was never the problem. I think it was their accents. What are you people saying? <laughs> you know what I love about the coronavirus? The elimination of pointless touching. Goodbye doorknobs, goodbye cash, goodbye handshakes, goodbye sex. The future is touchless and female and trans and gay. <laughs> Don't cancel me. <laughs> I'm tweeting about that right now. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> the IRS extended the tax due date this year to July, which is great because as a procrastinator, I'll now get my taxes done in August. <laughs> no matter the due date, the IRS and I have the same little dance every year. The IRS will say, you owe us money. I'll say, cool, how much? They'll say, oh, you have to figure it out, but don't make a mistake or we'll punish you. I say, well, how would you know if I make a mistake? And they say, because we know exactly how much money you owe us. <laughs> I want a refund on that joke. <laughs> the United States Postal Service has been in the news because the Republican Party is trying to destroy it. They are trying to destroy it to win one election. So let's pass a law that appeals to the self-interest of Republicans, a law that requires all corporate donations must be sent through the United States Postal Service. Then we'll find Mitch McConnell chained to a mailbox like an environmentalist trying to save a tree. Hell no, I won't go. Let the corporate monies flow. <laughs> Recently, two self-proclaimed followers of QAnon won Republican primaries. So now in Congress, we'll have these childish, science-denying, conspiracy theorist lunatics plus QAnon? <laughs> at, the at the Democratic National Convention this week, Joe Biden courageously highlighted his lifelong struggle with his stutter, leaving people wondering if his many gaffes are just a byproduct of his stutter. Donald Trump seized on this, stating, when I said grab her by the pussy, that was a stutter. Very fine people on both sides, stutter. That time I made fun of a guy with a stutter, that was me stuttering. Are you going to blame this monologue on a stutter, Michael? <laughs>
Trump then seized on the moment Joe Biden announced his running mate attacking Kamala Harris. I think it's interesting. At first, Trump questioned whether or not she was black, but now he's changed his tune and he's questioning whether or not she's a citizen, which tells me he thinks she's black. <laughs> Next week, the Republicans hold their convention and the speaker lineup includes conservative all-stars like the white couple that aimed guns at Black Lives Matter protesters, the discredited doctor lady who believes in demon sex, the MAGA hat wearing teen that mixed it up with an elderly Native American man and the My Pillow guy. <laughs> Trump's America is the anti-cheers where no one knows your name. <laughs> It makes, it makes a fun game. Your MAGA name is the last stupid thing you did, followed by your gender. I'm texted a dick pic to his mom guy. <laughs> by the way, she texted back, stop sending me these. <laughs> I mean, is this a sneak peek into Trump's cabinet for his second term? The new, new attorney general will be the cop who pushed over the old man? We'll have Secretary of Defense, lady that trashed a Walmart over face masks. And the vice president will be that homophobic weirdo guy, Mike Pence. <laughs> First Lady Melania Trump is scheduled to speak Tuesday at the RNC. For a preview of what she will say, just watch Michelle Obama's speech from last week at the DNC. <laughs> Unfortunately, with the passing of Herman Cain, the Republican Party has had to scramble to find a new black Republican. But this just in, speaking at the RNC next week will be the ghost of Herman Cain. <laughs> 999. Herman Cain, being a guy who followed Donald, Donald Trump and it killed him, this Trump cult is so Culty, I'm changing the saying from you drank the Kool-Aid to you took the hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> that we'll be right back. Donald Trump. In one way or another, everyone around him is in prison. Joe Biden, his wife likes him, Biden 2020. And we're back. Matt, Bill, yeah. you guys saw the uh, DNC last week? Yeah, I watched most of it, if not all of it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Bill, same? Yeah, for sure. I thought that Joe had one job to do, and that was to come out and disprove all the rumors of his cognitive decline, whatever you want to call it. I think he did that, and then some. I feel like Joe Biden knocked it out of the park. I that not only is the uh, narrative about him being in cognitive decline gone, but he's sharp as a tack. I felt great about him. He was passionate, he did a great job, it was a good speech. I feel like the chances of us having uh, Joe Biden in the White House in January are pretty high. What do you think? You know Matthew? who also agrees with you, minus the knocked it out of the park, is uh, Trey Gowdy. He himself said, I forget on what Fox News program, that eh, maybe we shouldn't have set the expectations so low. This is what happens when you say you just have to stumble through a speech and not say something about black people. You having to be black to vote for, for me. 
Republicans in some ways agree with you. I think they're going to bring it back to the cognitive stuff before the debate. So I think Biden has a clear, but I think for at least in the present, he's safe from that attack. What do you think, Bill? I, I, I like the, uh, the amount of complete sentences <laughs> compared to uh, <laughs> his opponent. Of course. Yeah. The comparison is always hilarious. They're like, Joe, get through a speech. He can't, he, he's, he's losing it. Uh, that's why I'm voting for Trump. And then you watch Trump and he's like, we will be fire or tire. I mean, he just, he, the guy cannot get through a speech. And yet for some reason he gets away with it. Biden doesn't. It, right. It's uh, the double standard is hilarious, but I do have to say the Republicans and Trey Gowdy's the one, I guess, who pointed it out. I didn't know. They did this to themselves. They set the bar so low at a flounder. And then the guy gives a good speech and suddenly they're the ones holding, uh, holding their dick in their hands. Well, if what you hear about the RNC is true, Trump's going to have four different chances to try and speak and outdo Biden because I think he's speaking every night. So even if, he, even if he bombs on Monday, he's got another spot on Tuesday. He's basically that guy who can't get booked unless he produces his own show. That's the only way he's going to get stage time. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see how the ratings are for the RNC, see if he knocks it. Best one's ever seen. Well, I think Trump had a quip about um, the DNC being Hollywood. I think after a couple of days, after the production problems, I'm, I'm imagining the Republicans will have, they're going to wish they had some more people in Hollywood besides Scott Baio. Well, I mean... Um... Uh, Breitbart, wasn't he uh, uh, trying to be a Hollywood guy? I think the, the Trump camp is full of uh, Steve Bannon, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Didn't he have he, the screenplay too? Yeah, I think, I think Bannon got a lot of money from Seinfeld when it syndicated. Oh, really? Yeah, he had something uh, with Seinfeld, he, I forget what. Didn't he just get indicted this week? Yes. So uh, let's, uh, let's, let's end with us placing our bets. I now feel confident that Joe Biden assuming Donald Trump doesn't pull some insane shit, is going to win this election. Matthew? I think uh, 75% chance he wins. I think the thing that gives me pause is A, Hillary in 2016, and B, given the fact that this is, this is the coronavirus and there is an economic uh, depression or recession going on, I think a lot of this, a lot of this is going to be determined by things outside of our control. So imagine coronavirus deaths start to recede close to November. Even though Trump, in my opinion, did not do a good job combating it, people might associate that decrease in deaths with him. So it might trend things towards him. So 75%, I think Joe Biden's more likely, but I'm not, com I'm not confident to the point where I'm calling it a lock. Yeah, I don't think I would co confidently call it a lock, but I just feel good. Bill, yeah, I feel better than I did before the, the DNC, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a game changer for me. It really was. I'm confident. Well, I just... I don't know. There's a lot of people out there <laughs> that I worry about the way they'll vote. It's also, I'm imagining, you know, a Willie Horton ad on steroids. You know, all you have to do is show a video of Portland, Seattle. That's yeah. all Trump has to show. And he can lean into that law and order message. And just being a political science major and studying political communication, how propaganda works, people can get swayed. And our society now is so minute to minute that we'll forget about this um, convention in a couple of weeks. So I don't know. I just think there's a lot that can still happen. I, and I think Biden is still more likely to be negatively affected by a gaffe than Trump. I mean, like you said, Trump, it's kind of expected. Biden is the C student who outperformed himself. 
Trump is like the failing student who went to JUCO, and so if he can say one word, he's getting an A. So, yeah, I feel like him, him speaking nights in a row is that that's gonna be the thing. Mm. I, I think he's gonna make it worse and worse. Though. I'm hoping he makes it worse and worse. No, I don't know. He's got these speech writers, but uh, speaking of the propaganda, he can't read, he can't read it. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care that the man can't read. But uh, I, I hate to say something nice about Trump, but like Biden, if he stays on beach, he can deliver a speech. So if he is disciplined, he might be able to get through the four nights. The problem with Trump is, he, you know, he's in the moment something upsets him. He tweets something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as the propaganda you were talking about, it is pretty hilarious. They show footage of Donald Trump's America cities and riots and they go if you elect joe biden this is what you're gonna get we got that now i don't understand your point but aga folk fall for it every time yeah we're gonna get cities burning like they are now if we vote for the other guy but that's well the, i mean it's the beauty and danger of politics you know that the cities are run by democrats so trump can just point to them and say this is what you get when you elect Democrats in Portland and Seattle and New York. So politics, you know, it's team sports, man. Yeah, we'll see. Trump owns everything good. And probably disown this show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thanks for joining me. Have a great watch you next time. Play us out, Bill. Yeah.